But on pretzel day, well, I like pretzel day. All right, welcome to pretzel day. We're back. We are back, and we got a we got a new series coming up here. Yeah, we do. I uh, hope you guys uh, enjoyed the last series on uh, why Pam is the worst character in the office. If anything, we hope you're convinced that Pam is, in fact, the worst. Yeah, and if you're not, I uh, I really don't know what to say. I, I think, mean, I think, I think if you're not, you just haven't watched The Office enough yet. Yeah, that's that's true. Because, I mean, we've seen it so many times. And we actually had to go through that the entire series a whole other time just writing down notes about Pam. Mm-hmm. That's how dedicated we were to finding out how bad she was but um but we're on to new and yeah and, we're and, on to some more positive notes yeah i mean um, we, we still love the office we're not just talking about how much pam sucks so we're gonna no. kick off a series yeah and we're going to rate every single character <laughs> in the office now you're probably thinking oh what how many characters can there be you know you got them michael dwight no 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 we're going everyone like every single person who was casted a role vikram sadiq <laughs> nick the it guy like, like Pam's family, Cece Halpert, Toby's everyone. daughter. Like I'm, I'm talking everyone. So we've got um, we've got six, uh, seven categories. Is that seven? One, two, three, four, five. Yep. So so here's what we're gonna do. Yeah. We have um from the lowest being scum, and the best being elite. We're just gonna gonna go through this list of characters that we've written down here. Yep. And we're gonna just put them in scum being the lowest. Then we have garbage. Then we have lame. Then we have mediocre. Then we have solid, upper class, and elite. So we will clarify that this is our opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you think differently, that's fine. And we, we actually might disagree on some here. It's true. And we'll find a happy medium for it. But yeah, uh, We have not pre-discussed any of these. No, we haven't. We just wrote down all the names and uh, found the, the, the Wikipedia page with every single... Um, office cast member yep on it so um why not uh why don't we start with some just nice uh big easy ones and we'll kind of get into it a little a little harder as we go here the big easies all right what are we thinking so uh let's start with uh stanley since um <laughs> this, stanley. this uh, podcast is called pretzel day i That's think an true. appropriate thing is stanley all right a few spitball facts about stanley he's black you know <laughs> that already puts him in the top three <laughs> yeah, we're, we're no racist on pretzel day as michael would say you know Michael would definitely put him in the elite yeah. or upper class. Um, also, one thing that maybe brings him down a little bit is he has uh, three girlfriends. <laughs> well, two wives. Well, a wife, an ex-wife, and a girlfriend. Mm. A mistress. A mistress. I'm, I don't really – I can't mem- remember how close they overlap. But I, well, know, I know Terry and Cynthia – no, no, no. They do overlap. The, <laughs> Terry is suspicious they, about Stanley yeah. and Cynthia. Yeah. And then Michael really ruins that when he, you know – Terry's calling and then he answers the phone. Hi, Cynthia. <laughs> Just hang on a second, Cynthia. <laughs> and then Jim hangs up for him. Um, so, I mean, what? but he's, he's got his moments, right? He's yeah. got Pretzel Day, which is funny enough. You know, that's what we call our podcast. Yeah. He's got some moments. Did I stutter is pretty funny. Um, but I don't I'm, I'm going to say he's he's an upper class character. See, I would actually put him at solid. Solid? Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's a cheater. I, I, think I could go <laughs> He like he just does Sudoku puzzles. I mean, he's got pretty good sales. When, when, in that one scene where it shows who does the sales the best. The power of the pyramid. Oh, that's like, true. Not yeah. Napping. Also, when he um, 
when they're trying to see how much they can get away with with Stanley. Right. When they're like they bring in the pony and uh like they put the computer uh the box over the screen. <laughs> yeah. And, like they oh, uh man. You might be right about upper I don't class. Know, I think I'm gonna throw him see, in, in upper this class. This being this being like our first first guy we we're probably gonna like learn kind of who belongs where more as we go so yeah. these and, first few might not be as accurate but and, and and the first like these big characters obviously are gonna take the longest to discuss so i think i think we throw stanley in upper class all right and you know what we can move him if we feel like he doesn't belong there but stanley hudson congratulations Standing. you've made right. it to upper class so why don't we do a random okay just let's throw do a... how about how about elizabeth the stripper <laughs> <laughs> all right just a total random, you know, first time we see her, season three, episode Ben Franklin. She so she's, she shows up and starts grinding on Michael Scott. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, he gets, all, uh, he gets all upset because he's got a, a girlfriend when he's talking about, uh, who, who's he like not dating at all at this time that he says, well, he thinks he's dating Jan. He thinks he's dating Jan, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, um she, but you know what? She gives Michael good advice, advice that is actually better than Ben Franklin. When, when she shows up. And he's like, uh, he's like, are you the stripper? I'm the exotic dancer. Well, I clearly asked for a stripper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then when Michael asks, how hot is she? Meh. Maybe a six or something like that. But uh, she gives Michael good advice. She says, secret secrets hurt someone. Secret secrets tell someone. So, you know, she's got some life advice. She later goes on to uh, become a nurse, as Michael would describe. <laughs> Which, we went back to medical school. Yep. With so, the with the money for the uh for the from the fund run. For the rabies awareness. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So um and then she makes another scene. Doesn't she make another scene in season nine when Dwight's stag and at the restaurant? Oh yep, yeah. And Dwight's just trying to order food and she just keeps Yeah. So you know what? She's got some good life advice, but overall she's a bit of she's a bit trashy. I, I'm gonna I would probably put her in a in, as a solid side character. I'd probably put her on mediocre. Yeah. You know she's got she's got funny moments. Yeah, I don't think I actually I don't think she has a big enough role to be solid. So yeah, I'll throw I'd her agree. mediocre. She's definitely not lame though. It's, but I don't think some... I don't think you need a big role to be a solid character. No, and we actually have some good examples of that. You know, Elizabeth. I think. All right, why don't we why don't we just top of her head decide on a scum character? You know, who's an absolute? Hmm. Who's? <laughs> Let me think of a really scummy character who we hate in this show. Let's just get it over with. Yeah. Okay, we're throwing Pam in scum because she's and if scumbag. You, if you don't know why, just listen to our nine hours of why why Pam is a scumbag. Pam, Pam, Pam is a scumbag. I don't even want to talk about her anymore. We're not going to bring her up anymore. Yeah. All right. And how about uh, let's, you know let's do one per category, I think. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's throw uh, – should we throw uh, Dwight in the elite pile right away? Yeah. He belongs in the elite. Dwight there. Schrute carries the show. Uh, he, he literally cares about everyone. He's a good friend. He, he's a little weird in the first few seasons, but he gets to just be this nice guy who literally just cares so much about his job, yep. cares about everyone. You know, I think a great Dwight moment is when Phyllis gets flashed and he immediately runs outside. And same when Pam is crying in season three or something like that. He, you know, he's like, who did this to you? He's just got so many wholesome moments. Yeah, he does. Great guy. Easily belongs in the elite column. Um, solid. I, I, I would put Robert California as a solid character i don't think he's upper class he's such a dirty scumbag <laughs> he is he's robert but california is literally a pervert he's in that so show. funny like he's just such a good character in the show all know, right yeah I mean, throw, yeah yeah rb I mean, yeah sure solid fits pretty good for robert california i'd say 
some of his solid moments, you know, when he tells David Wallace that his name is Bob Kalamagoskis or whatever it is. I will be traveling the world to focus mainly on European gymnasts. (laughs) Young Eastern, young uneducated Eastern European gymnasts. (laughs) So gross. Uh, you know, he, and David, that's actually a funny part about David Wallace is he just totally buys that. <laughs> he just, like, David Wallace, the most money. trustworthy guy. But, you know, he, he walks into the office after he gets the branch manager job and sees Phyllis sneezing. And then he decides to fly to Tallahassee and convince Joe Bennett, the CEO of Sabre, to give him his job. So, yeah. uh, you know, he's, he's a bit of a legend. He's really weird. And honestly, that part of the office is a bit strange anyway. But, yeah, I think he belongs in a, in a solid solid part of the category here i uh i mean we just talked about david wallace do we do him sure yeah let's do david wallace <sighs> honestly right off the top of my head I'd, I'd put him in upper class yeah david wallace you've, i've seen memes like this he is the most understanding <laughs> forgiving guy that you could ever see it's true and that that moment where he comes and apologizes to michael during the the deposition yeah like just such a nice moment and then he like nicely tells him like michael i think we're gonna go with someone else <laughs> yeah yeah i mean weirdly enough david you know david had to do that because otherwise he was gonna be giving jan four million dollars but yeah. you know time and time again he buys back michael scott paper company he he fires charles minor mm-hmm. he he does no so he doesn't much. fire, fire well charles minor, he doesn't right? fire him sorry he just you That's know it. removes him from the scranton office yeah you know he just believes in people I mean, he's a genius. He invents Suck It, which eventually gets bought by the military for $20 million. (laughs) He rehires Andy, um, all that stuff. I think he's just an understanding guy. He's got a big role in the office, so upper class. I think that's a safe place for him to be. David Wallace. All right. Uh, Do we have anybody in the lame column? You know what? Lame. A lame character. I was going to say someone, but I I think they're lower than lame. I think it's easier to just go off of the... That's true. Things, so and then we're not trying to find names. That's true. Yeah. So, um, let's do a let's do a little bit of a difficult one. Ed Truck. Ed Truck. <laughs> All right, the guy right off the bat, we see him, I believe, in season two, when Todd Packer takes a dump in, Mike, in Michael's office. Oh yeah, and he calls him and asks for help. And then Ed Truck, you know, he's he's a classic manager. Why can't your friends be your friends? Your employees be your employees, your family be your family, and Michael just sees totally differently. Yep. Uh, of course, then Ed is his kappa is detated from his head, and that's it. That's kind of all we see of Ed. Yeah. So, but from what we know, I mean, that legendary picture. He was a picture, great boss. He was a great boss. That legendary picture of him and Michael shaking hands. Yeah. When Michael's got the long hair. Um. Man. I put I put him as a I put him mediocre. I was thinking more lame. I was thinking, honestly, I was looking at lame and garbage and trying to decide which one. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of deciding between mediocre and lame, so I think we have to meet him and do lame. All right. Ed Truck, you're yeah. going to lame. Ed Truck. You're going to, uh, what is that? Seven, six, fifth. Your fifth place. Lame. Ed Boom. Truck. Who All else right. do we got here? I got a good one here. All right. Charles Minor. Oh, boy. All right, so we're first introduced to Charles Minor, season five. Um, what's happened here? You know, they're trying to find a new, what's that job position called? Corporate guy? Because Ryan. VP. VP, corporate yeah. VP. Ryan's been, you know, in prison, and uh, they're looking for a guy. They went with an outside hire, this guy. Satakoy Steel. Satakoy Steel, very rich culture. 
um uh but he he's definitely a uh he's definitely not kind he's all about business yeah he's a bit of a bit of a d-bag yep uh he he he, I, i would really like to interview um idra what's his name idra uh the actor albus or something the yeah. actor yeah about what a rundown is yeah i don't think he actually because i don't know what a rundown is you know why does he give jim such a hard time right off <laughs> he the doesn't bat? like jim just because jim's wearing a tux yeah also in that moment though why didn't jim just take off the bow tie and undo a button <laughs> on the shirt take off the suit jacket would have been totally normal yeah i always think about that but he has uh, hair also pretty slicked back that's um, true you know would, he he but he's not a, he's, he's not a bad character but you know here's the here's the interesting thing like michael it has that moment where michael is like oh, i met this guy at corporate and they're like shaking hands yeah. high-fiving and you know that it's quickly revealed that charles minor is just a suck up to david wallace yeah. so then yeah. when david wallace isn't around you know he's being a total douche to everyone mm-hmm and then once he's removed from Michael Scott Paper Company, or when he's removed by Michael Scott Paper Company, you could say we see him at company picnic, yeah. and he thinks he's nuts at volleyball. Yeah. Um, I, I, I throw him in mediocre, to be honest. I don't think he's a bad character in The Office. I think he's, like, a decent character, you know? Yeah. I think the casting's kind of fun. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Creates some conflict. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'll throw him in mediocre. Charles. Uh, it's either mediocre or lame, yeah. but yeah. All right, Charles Minor, um, Josh Porter. All right, I think Josh Porter's garbage. I'm gonna say that right off the bat. He screwed over Dunder Mifflin with the uh, Staples. Uh, um, he was also with the Staples job, sorry, and then he also didn't want to play next round of the paper airplane toss. He didn't come to Michael's party. He did that weird inside joke thing with Jim right in front of Michael. Wow. Those are all pretty valid points. That's, actually. that's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say he's garbage. You know what? And garbage is sixth place. It's not scum. Yeah. I scum is the worst. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, he, he has a successful branch in season three and he's it's got not the best. It's, it's not the best. Well, branch. it was, it was going to be true. It was, he was actually one. the most promising up and comer mm-hmm. for a manager. He was going to, he was going to be the one who absorbed Scranton. You know, the, the corporate yeah. believed in him. You know, he's obviously got a good head on his shoulders um, yeah. and maybe even a great head on his shoulders because he left Dunder Mifflin right before they went out of business. Yeah, know, and he did leverage that position to get the job at Staples. <laughs> Staples. But you know what? Still kind of a dirtbag. So, yeah, I think garbage is garbage. a good place. Sixth place. You know, he's not scum, buddy. Josh Porter. <laughs> I mean, he could be lame, but we'll just stick him in garbage and see what happens after that. Josh Porter. we'll compare him once we have a bunch of other people in garbage and see if you know he really fits in there um AJ what? Holly's boyfriend oh, oh man. AJ all right so AJ <laughs> I mean we're AJ is the nicest guy ever though that's the problem well he's a nice guy but the guy's got commitment issues you know well he doesn't want to move to a he's a forcing state, he's know? forcing Holly to give him an ultimatum like what no and he's kind of a dork oh what happened what happened to woody you know like he gives holly that weird woody gift and it's got a a post-it stapled to him saying you've got a friend in me he's just kind of a cheese ball a little bit but holly then again is also a dork lame Lame might be a perfect spot for him lame yeah yeah but you know he's a respectable guy he obviously treats holly right yeah and but he is lame just throw him in lame he's a size 36 waist 
<laughs> Michael calls him a fatty. <laughs> um, yeah. He thinks he's pretty funny too. You know when Michael does the lecture circuit, and are you dating anyone? Uh, Boy, yeah. Are Why are you interested? You know he thinks he's the office fun. Yeah. He, maybe he thinks he's the gym of the office out in uh, where is their office again? Um, uh, Utica. Utica. Mm. No. Yeah. Is it? Yep. I don't know about that one. We'll see. Okay. Um. So we got somebody in every category now. So we got scum seventh place. You know we got Pam. Garbage, sixth place, we got Josh Porter. Lame, fifth place, we've got Ed Truck and AJ. Mediocre, fourth place, we got uh, Elizabeth the Stripper and Charles Minor. Uh, <laughs> third place, we got Solid, uh, Robert California. Second place, upper class, Stanley and what does that David say? David Wallace. David Wallace. And elite, we have Dwight. I think I'm pretty comfortable with this yeah, so me far. Too. Me actually. too. Yeah. We're absolutely ripping through these, but uh, let's keep going here. We, we, have, a, we have a lot. There more. are so many characters. Yeah, there was. They really didn't uh, go easy on the casting here. Um, all right, let's do uh, let's do a couple just randoms. Um, Ronnie. The warehouse guy. Nope. Ronnie is the uh, replacement, uh, the receptionist replacement when Pam oh, was right. school. Oh, right. Sorry, I was thinking Lenny. Yes. Okay, so Ronnie, Pam's – it's actually an episode called Pam's Replacement in season uh, – That's later. That's with Kathy. Yes, you're right. So, Man. so Ronnie. Is this is when Pam is in old, art school. The old chick, and then Michael's like, "You know what my real beef with her is? She can't find those little uh, things right. that you use, to yep. whatever." And then Pam's like, bah, 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 or "Whatever." And then, and then she's like, "Does anybody want to dance?" Yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, everyone walks cafe. away. Uh, no. Okay. Yeah, disco cafe. That's that. That's when that. Oh uh, no, that's that's weight loss. Season oh. five, episode like one and two. Pam's not in art school. Yeah, she is because at the end of oh, season yeah, she four, is. yeah, she's not. The and then weight loss because they're all trying to eat healthy. Yeah. yeah. And then she says, "Anybody want to dance?" And everybody just kind of backs off. Nobody really likes her. Yeah, she's uh, weird. Jim I, makes I a joke. In, uh, she's kind of a garbage. I yeah, she she's definitely not scum. She didn't really do anything to yeah. anyone, but she's garbage. Ronnie, sixth place for Ronnie. Good job. You know, you showed up for an episode or two, but yeah, that's all you get. Ronnie. Okay, and you know what? Let's go, um, Lonnie. Lonnie from the warehouse. Yeah, he's sea monster. Honestly, I bet you like to swim with the sea monster, wouldn't you? Ryan, Ryan. do something. Apologize to the man. Ryan's so scared. Oh, man. You know, he comes off as a bit of a D-bag right away. Yeah, and RIP to the sea monster. Yeah. In real life. Yeah, he's a big boy. Literally looks like a sea monster. He died, though. Oh. Yeah. Oh, he died. After. Oh, well, that's that's unfortunate. Yeah, wow. rip. Uh, but in the show, <laughs> he's kind of funny. He's kind well, of annoying though. Yeah, he's like, actually, no, you know, he's... in safety training. What is that season two? Safety training. You know, he's. You know what, Michael? Like, you yeah. know, he's just being kind of annoying. Yeah. And then once he comes up to the office, he just he's being a bit of a douche. Honestly. Honestly, kind of garbage. He's for sure garbage. Might even be scum. But no, he's not scum. No. Scum is for the there scum is, of the year. And there is more scum. It's I'll not tell just you. Pam. I'll tell you who scum is when I just thought of scum. Oh, um, uh, Lonnie. Actually, I, I, I'll get, I'll get one. Actually, no, this guy's not scum. Um, Lonnie. I'll tell you a scum right now. Sure. <laughs> and I wonder if you agree with me on this one, Danny Cordray. No. <laughs> <laughs> Why not, Lonnie? Uh, hold Danny on. Cordray is scum. I think you know he shows up, and he's making all these sales, and he's like, then he gets brought in, and he's you know flirting with Meredith. 
And then he tried to go with Pam, and I mean, fair enough, Pam's a total dork, and no one would ever would ever want to date that. But he's just like, he's just gross. No, see, I want to. I I would actually put Danny Quadre in like mediocre or solid. Wow. Because, and here's why. I just think, <laughs> I just think like when the way he handled everything is just so calm and like kind of chill, and he's just kind of like a solid employee like he's just a good salesman he just kind of chills he owns a bar he does own a bar you know he and invites, he invites game, everyone to puts come him along on the invite list shoot eh i definitely would not put him in scum it's just he bothers me like that it maybe you know what maybe it's not even him that bothers but like, me does he bother you more than charles minor maybe it's just the encounters that jim and pam have with him that bother me and that's, that's probably what that's it is pam and jim which is no it's just pam yeah. So Pam is scum. I could put I could put Danny Cordray in mediocre. All right, fine. Danny. I was way off with Danny Cordray being in scum, I guess. But it's just that awkward encounter when Pam's trying to find. Excuse me. Shut up, Pam. <laughs> like Danny Cordray. All right. I got a good one. Karen Filippelli. Karen Filippelli. Uh, definitely Italian. Possibly Filipino. Is your dad GI? Oh, hi. you are very exotic looking. <laughs> uh, okay, I think I like I like Karen. right away. Yeah. I put Karen in solid. Yeah, easily. You know she's smart. She she's she is a go getter. She's the one who got away. She is literally the one who got away. Jim would have been so much happier. Mm-hmm. Um, we see her as a saleswoman in in Stanford. Comes over, does sales in Scranton. Uh, then quits because it's too awkward with Jim and Pam. But then she goes out to. Uh, where does she go? She she goes to um Utica. Nope. She goes to um. Pretty sure it's Buffalo. Utica. Buffalo. No, Buffalo is where um, AJ was. Yes, it's Utica. Utica where, is where Karen is. And Sorry. they do the yeah. pranks, but she's a branch manager. Yeah. You know, she's she's a go getter. She's yeah. she's funny. She's got pranks every now and then. Uh, she marries some random guy who wears a hot dog costume. Yeah, the um, dermatologist. Yeah, so you know she's she's making money with her and her husband. Yeah, I'd easily put her in solid. Okay. Yeah, easily put uh, her in solid. Easily, I'd put Karen in solid. Yeah, I think so too. Karen, I feel a pally. Yeah, she honestly does nothing wrong. People who hate on Karen just don't have a. They concept. just don't. They just don't understand Pam yet. Yeah. And uh. We're going to keep on the Utica train here. All right. And do uh, Ben Nugent. Ben Nugent. He is the top salesman at Utica. <laughs> and Michael has one phone call with him. He yeah. tries to poach him. Mm-hmm. And uh, what does is it? I say? heard things are terrible at Scranton. Everybody <laughs> says it's worse didn't than... Didn't everyone quit? Yeah. did everyone from Stanford quit? <laughs> no, they got fired and you're next. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you want his job? So you want the job? Are you serious? This guy, we never see his face, but there's definitely a funny phone moment with Michael. I mean, he's their top salesman. He's basically the Dwight of Utica. I honestly, like, that is just such a funny interaction. Mediocre? Yeah. I think Ben Nugent, <laughs> like, it's pretty snippy comeback, right? Yep. I mean, he's, he's got to be not a bad guy, right? Yeah. So, go mediocre. Sure. Benjamin. That's pretty ben. funny stuff. Ben. All right. A guy who came to my mind is Pepperoni Tony. Pepperoni. A Stanford, Tony. another Stanford guy. Michael remembers his name because 
big fat guys like pizza, pizza's pepperoni, pepperoni Tony. Big fat fatty. <laughs> <laughs> He's too fat. Uh this guy's this guy's a bit fat. of a joke. Honestly, how do you let yourself get that big? Yeah, how can you not climb up on a table with a chair and Andy and Dwight pushing you from your butt? Yeah, like he he doesn't know what he's grabbing there. And then he doesn't think Lazy Scranton's funny, which is ridiculous because it's hilarious. Yep. Um, You know, he... I don't even know what he does. Garbage. I put him in garbage. Yeah, he's garbage. Tony. The guy, the guy just doesn't matter, honestly. No, nah, he sucks. Um... How about uh, Todd Packer? Oh, boy. Todd Packer. Yeah, Todd Packer. He's uh, he's he's definitely a little unorthodox, <laughs> but he, he, he makes you laugh plenty of times in the show, and he's there. Till... Todd Packer is honestly one of the most hilarious characters. He shows up in season two, and he's around till season nine. nine. Yeah, so, I mean, he comes the... and gives him all cupcakes. He's got there. William Hung on his... Uh, <laughs> big william hung fan why does everybody ask me that <laughs> takes a dump on michael's office humps dwight or humps michael humps one of one of my favorite moments is when he he's apologizing to kevin and he's like i'm sorry kevin you are smart and thin <laughs> <laughs> just so aggressive oh man i w i would consider todd packer to be in upper class yeah honestly i, I would i'd agree with that upper class you know he makes sure. you laugh yeah. he's sure he's gross and don't let up the word upper class like confuse you because we're not saying the man is like an upper class human in society but he's an upper class character in the show for sure 100 percent. yep all right here's uh maybe at the opposite spectrum kathy oh boy kathy from season eight Florida. There's a lot of people garbage. that have problems with 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 Kathy here. Yeah, and you know we're not we're not the biggest fan fans are Pam fans obviously, and Kathy we, kind of you know goes out to break that relationship, which you know would you you would probably think that would make us love her. But and actually, I read in the writing or I've read somewhere that the script was to make Jim cheat on Pam with Kathy, and then Jim said no, he doesn't want to do that or no. whatever. John Krasinski, man. Yeah, he's too good of a guy. But uh, Kathy's, I don't, Kathy I don't want to put her in the same category as Pam, so I think she's a low garbage. I don't want to put her in scum. I hate Kathy. I can't she is stand terrible. Her. She's so freaking annoying. She's a hoe for sure. Yep. Uh, <sighs> I think she's, she's. I don't know though. Like Kathy sucks, man. I think she's garbage. Like, she's actually, like, not a horrible employee, though. Like, she asks questions. She, like, gets to know everyone really quickly. Yeah. The whole office loves her. Oscar says it. It's nice to have, like, a just a healthy, young. like, young personality around the office. You know, it's office morale. She's nice to everyone. Mm -hmm. She's definitely a bit of a hoe, though. She tries to get with Jim, and that's super weird. But, I Okay, mean, garbage. Sure. I think she's just yep. the bottom of garbage. You know, she's nowhere close to as bad as Pam, so you can't put her with scum, but. Kathy? Kevin? Stanley? <laughs> Dwight's just so pissed. Oh, man. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I got a funny one here. Hunter. Hunter. You took me by the hand. Made me a man. That one night, one night, you made everything 
So this guy, <laughs> this guy is a beauty. Um, honestly, like he, you know, he obviously cares a lot about his job and he's persistent because he's Jan's assistant. But he's. No, he I does mean, nothing wrong. I think he's sleeping with Jan. <laughs> One night, man. I, one I, night, I and look, it was one night he the needed. Same thing happened to Clark <laughs> with Jan. I mean, you can't I... blame the guy. The guy works for Jan. All right, Jan's Jan is the problem. But Hunter, he's a young assist. He's a young hot, as Michael would say, assistant, um, who takes notes well. And you know, he he's he's normal because when Michael says, "Could you give Jan a message?" and he goes, "I want to squeeze him," and <laughs> You know, Hunter's like that's super weird and puts his notepad away. So yeah. he's he's a normal guy. He and, just, you know, and he does have the song. He has that incredible yeah. song. <laughs> I put him in. <laughs> Andy. So I it's mean, it's kind of funny how Ed Helms is actually like a actual good musician. Oh, yeah. and Ed Helms is an incredible musician. When he plays the piano in that season seven episode, yeah. like he, you can tell he's good. But um, Hunter, I put him in mediocre. I'd put him in solid. You think he's right up there with Karen and Robert California? Yeah. <laughs> like, he's just a good assistant. Jan drops her stuff yeah. literally everywhere, and he picks it up for her. And Yeah, and sure. He, yeah, he, he's, he's a solid guy, and I don't – like, dude, he does nothing wrong or anything. And that song is incredible. Good job, Hunter. You made it to solid. Hunter, Third place. Hunter's a freaking beast. I've never seen that actor in any other – Never. Anything. <laughs> that was his one shot. Oh, man. Um, all right, let's do uh... – Let's do Oscar. Oh, Oscar's a, I honestly think Oscar's a great character. I, I I really like Oscar. I think he kind of carries season nine a little bit. Yeah, he definitely with gets more involved there with, with the uh, senator. With Angela and Dwight. And then early Oscar's funny. I mean, the gay stuff comes out in season three, and that's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> he kisses Michael. Um, Completely unscripted, too. And he honestly kind of saves the day a lot with like his smart planning. He he helps Michael with his debt when he calls Jan, and due to Michael's clever, whatever financial financial maneuvering, like he finds himself <laughs> tremendously in debt. You know, he he cares How about does people. That <laughs> he cares about people. He's a he's an, a smart accountant. You know, he's actually one of the smarter people in the office. Second smartest. Michael's the first, obviously. Um, man. I'd maybe consider upper class for Oscar. I, I would almost consider Oscar elite. Interesting. Because I think he's above Stanley. I think he is above Stanley, but I don't know if he belongs in the same category as Dwight. <laughs> I think he's right at the top of upper I class. I think Oscar's then again, is so consistent. Oscar's a dirtbag, though, because he <laughs> like sleeps with the senator when the senator is engaged to That's Angela. True, right? He sits right next to it. Yeah, so yeah. he's a bit of a savage. Yeah, so I think I think <laughs> upper class is a safe place. But then he also lets Angela come like live with him. That's you know? true, and like takes her in and her cat and Philip and everything. Man, that's a tough and, call. And uh, he calls out Pam a lot. That's true. He does dislike Pam. Yeah, like a lot. He does that quite a bit. Yeah, man. I don't know. I don't know if he belongs in elite. <laughs> He does the trivia nights. Yeah, that, that's a... <laughs> what, what's, his, what's his team name? The Queerenstein Bears? No, no, no. no, 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 no. Uh, um, oh, man. Shoot, what's... A, a, uh, like, a, a, a swivel or something like that? Something weird. Somebody hit us with the Oscars <laughs> trivia night team name. 
Oh man. All right. I don't. I just don't know if he's an elite. All right, we, we can throw him in upper class. And you know what? We yeah. can change your minds about it yeah. too. So far, we only have one person in scum, and it's Pam. <laughs> you know what? Let's add another one there. All right. Val. Agreed. Val <sighs> sucks. She's such an unnecessary character. I hate Val. She like, gets like she gets drama with Daryl because Brandon, and she's honestly just like. Bleh. Also, that she probably has one of the cringiest scenes in the entire show, where she jumps in the family photo with Daryl and. Uh, why does that daughter. happen? It Jada. is so Jada. It is so awkward. Like, why does Val I, go in a family photo? And she's standing there like they're not even touching, and she's just like standing there awkwardly in her. And how did uniform. how did Val end like or land the like warehouse manager position? You well, know? she was at the at the rehiring with like the lotto. I guess. And like she saw who else was in that. Uh, she's just annoying though. Like I do not like Val. I'm throwing her in scum. Yeah, and she just like makes things weird for Daryl, and I mean Gabe likes her, so you, that's how you really know she's she's <laughs> bottom of the barrel. Um, yeah, I don't like her at all. Honestly, I want to I want to do Daryl. Daryl, because this isn't this is an unpopular opinion. I really don't like Daryl. I think Daryl. I'm I'm looking at the I'm looking at this thing. I'm thinking it's either lame or garbage, and I'll tell you why. Okay. He, I mean, right from the beginning, we see him as just this lazy warehouse worker, and then he slowly gets more lines, and he turns into this this guy, who like goes behind Michael's back a lot, doesn't really care about anybody in the office, as we see in season nine when he tries to leave without anybody knowing. Yeah. And he just he always has these weird like. Like when he they go for Christmas tree shopping, like he's the only one that has a truck, and he says no at first. Yeah, he's got and a lot of like weird problems. Yeah, yeah put, he's not he's Darryl not funny. In, in like lame. Nothing Daryl ever does. Maybe the only moment with Daryl I like is when him and Michael are driving back from yeah. Holly's. Bum, bottom, bottom, bottom. <laughs> yeah, no, you're supposed to. No, 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 no. And when when Daryl gives Michael the Dink and Flicka. And bippity boppity. Yeah. I, I would. D- season 9 Daryl is really good. I like season 9 Daryl. He gets better, I guess. But I, I could put him in. Uh, I'd go it's lame. between lame. Yeah, let's go lame. Daryl. Yeah, he's just. Sorry, Daryl. He's just kind of annoying. All right, let's do uh, two more characters in um, in this episode and then we'll save. Yeah. Save the rest. So, All right, um, I, have an, I think I have an elite character. Okay. All right, this guy. Literally doesn't have a lot of screen time, but when he is on screen, he makes, I think, everyone laugh hysterically. Nate. <laughs> Nate is freaking hilarious. We see yeah. him for the first time when Dwight picks up un, Uno Bueno Worker. <laughs> yes, me, moi, un bueno worker. Donde are you from? Uh, Pennsylvania. <laughs> and before that, he... Philadelphia or Scranton or something like that, but you know he attacks the beehive. The guy unspools with the baseball bat with the bee. Yeah, and he's unspooling toilet paper. He uh, gets Daryl the um, or he gets um, the cashmere gloves from Daryl. He gets a job in the warehouse. Hey Daryl, I don't know if I don't know if I need to tell you, but I don't technically have a hearing problem. <laughs> like, and then he says, I, "Has anybody noticed that gum's gotten mintier lately?" Like the guy just has so many lines. Yeah, the free hug coupon, Nick Ponds. Yeah, he's just a nice yeah. guy. And I would... then, oh, remember who says it? Uh, Nate, 
your mother has died. <laughs> and then Nate starts <laughs> crying. <laughs> Drops down on his knees. Poor guy. Uh, but not a lot of screen time. But literally, whenever he is on screen, hilarious moments. Yeah. So I think I think he belongs in Elite. <laughs> elite. boy Nate. So what do we say? We were doing two more? Let's do one more after this. One more. So two more characters. And we'll call it good for our first. All right, let's do one that probably no one's ever – that no one remembers. All right. Um, Luan Kelly. <laughs> Who is Luan Kelly, you might ask? Well, let me tell you. She appears one time, the back of her head, in season one, episode two. Yep. She is sitting. Hair. She's sitting back near corner. Creed and Meredith. Yeah, by to- uh, or is no, she sitting in the, in the annex? She's, by, she's in the annex by Toby. Right, right. She's got... Uh, she's old. Gray yeah. hair. Mm-hmm. Garbage character. <laughs> Garbage <laughs> character. Doesn't say a thing. Luan? She attends a meeting. One of those meetings. It might yeah, be Yeah, she in, is in one of those meetings, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, she was just there as uh, an extra. I think episode two is diversity day, right? So she's probably yes. in that one. Yes. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so we don't really know anything about her, but she's just this old lady who looks unhappy. So, yeah, yeah I'd and, say. And she gets, like, I don't know where she goes. She disappears. Easily garbage. Luann Kelly. All right, leaving us to the final character of the night. What are we going to do here? Let's do uh, I want to save that one. Um, we got two in let's scum. Let's do. We got. Let's do Nellie. Nellie Bertram. A lot of people have interesting opinions about Nellie. She's kind I of annoying. I hate her when yeah. she first comes in. But then I don't mind her in the later seasons. But I'm not quite sure if that's just because of how Andy is treating her. So we first see Nellie in season eight in Tallahassee, right? Yeah. And, like, well, actually, we first see her interviewing for the job. Oh, that's true. But. That's true. Um, Like, they they have him and her and Andy have like opposite curves. Yeah. Like when Andy's all right, Nellie's horrible. And then when, when Andy's, Andy's really bad, annoying. yeah. Nellie's decent. That's true. Yeah. She's I, annoying. I could put her in mediocre. To she's be kind of like a, but I mean, she does a pretty good job at just coming into the show at a, a late time yeah. and making a character for herself. I don't like how she just takes Andy's job. I don't like how she uses her sexual innuendo to make Robert California do whatever she wants. Uh, she is. I'd put her in lame. Yeah, I, I, I really don't like her that much. I'm trying to think of like a time where I'm like, okay, that was kind of funny. That's true. Like, but okay, so I don't know if I really... the people that we have in lame are Ed Truck, AJ, and Daryl. Yeah, I could put Nelly with them. Yeah, you know, just kind of like no names, like I don't know. Yeah, Nelly. Nelly belongs in lame for sure. Well, let's do a quick review here. So in Scum, who do we have? Pam and Val. Pam and Val, easily. So in Garbage, we got Josh Porter, Ronnie, Lonnie, Lenny, uh, Tony, Pepperoni Tony, Kathy, and uh, what does that one say? Luann Kelly. Right, Luann Kelly, the lady who has no lines and just shows up in season one. Yeah. In Lame, who do we have? We've got Ed Truck, AJ, Daryl, and Nellie. All right, seems good. In mediocre, we have Elizabeth, uh, the stripper. We have Charles Minor. We have Danny Cordray. Yep. And Ben Nugent. <laughs> ben Nugent, the random. So you know, it's funny we have the two best salesmen in uh, mediocre there. True. 
yeah benny nugent and danny portray um solid oh and uh oh except they probably went head to head a lot you know because ben and portray danny is uh was osprey yeah oh before, yeah that's true right that's true um solid we have robert robert california <laughs> i was sure you said basil plant <laughs> And we have Karen Filippelli. And, <laughs> Karen Filippelli and Hunter. In upper class, we have Stanley. We have Todd Packer, Oscar Martinez, and what's that one? David Wallace. David Wallace, correct. And Elite, we have Dwight and Nate. We didn't really talk a lot about Dwight, but it's self explanatory. Yeah. Dwight's I mean if just... you're wa- if you're listening to our podcast, you know you know the office and yeah. you know just how good Dwight is. So Yeah, it's uh let us know. Let us know what you think. Uh, if you completely disagree, I mean, I think the biggest classic conspiracy is always, you know, we're saying Pam is scum. There's always the Pam lovers who are just inexperienced office watchers. But just listen to our other episodes and you'll hopefully get it. But uh, let us know if you disagree or if you agree with who who is where right now. And we will do, I think, the rest of the characters in the next episode. Oh, no, we we. So these, so? Uh, all these characters are broken up into like four pages of Word documents. We went through half of one page today. Oh, shoot. All right. So this might be a four-parter. Uh, yeah. So it might be a four-parter. But uh, once we get past the big characters, right, the small characters take That's true. Uh, the small characters long, go fast. So. Anyway, thanks for tuning in to Pretzel Day. We hope that you learned a little bit more about The Office today. Yeah. Some and, new characters uh, that you probably never heard of. Exactly. Like Luann and <laughs> Ben Nugent. <laughs> but uh, thanks for watching and catch us next time. It's been pretzel day. 364 days till the next pretzel day. I'm a man, a man without conviction. You come and go. You come and go. Come, 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 chameleon. You come and go.